Hello, 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 and welcome back to Integratus. We have officially ticked episode four. Whew, holy moly, am I learning some stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a Sunday. I find myself recording on Sundays uh, the last couple of weeks and yeah, it, it, it feels nice. I feel like I've got more space on a Sunday to, to think, um, I've typically had a good sleep. I've, you know, slept in, I haven't gone out on a Saturday in a while, so I haven't gone out. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been mostly early nights and I'm just finding like Sunday's a really great time to go super slow. So a lot slower than what I would do in the week where I would have commitments. And yeah, I don't know, just in the week it feels like it, it, the energy is different in the week and it feels like, like there's shit to get done and there's responsibilities and there's timelines and there's appointments and there's meetings and there's like, you know, alarm clocks and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like the structure around a week, Monday through to Friday feels very, very different to what it is a Sunday. And, you know, I acknowledge that people work all different days out there and, you know, maybe a Monday is kind of your slow day, but whatever it is, just to have a, at least one day in the week where you go really slow and you sleep in, you don't set an alarm, uh, recommend not drinking coffee, you take your time with your meals, you open up less conversation, you know, less like seeing people like, and I know that the weekend can be one of those times where where we we want to connect, you know, we want to we want to reach out to people that we haven't seen and we do have, you know, parties and birthdays and weddings and and all these other events. So I I get it, you know, I get it. But just to have one or two days where you can quieten everything down and go a lot slower than you used to. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so I I kind of didn't want to press record today. And for a few reasons which I wasn't really going to go into, but I thought, why not? I'm, I'm just going to show up and and make an episode about this and see where it goes. You know, caught up with some friends uh, actually yesterday and they both listened to the podcast and I was so grateful for it. And they said, you know, do you, um, like, do you prepare and write things down? And, and my first episode, I... I wrote like my man, my first episode, I think I was planning for like two or three weeks, just like, you know, working out, working out 
what does integratus mean? I mean, not so much that I felt like I had a good understanding and I had done some thinking around integratus and like what I feel like it embodies and how it relates to me. But like pressing record on episode one, holy shit. Like there was an enormous amount of fear and all of my perfectionism, all of my, my like get it right, like all of those parts of me came up. And my mind was like hardcore online. So my mind's like, you've got to write it down. Like you've got to write the things word for word down. So I literally mapped out my entire episode and I started writing, writing everything down word for word as if I would say it. And then, and then I got to that episode and I read a couple paragraphs out and, and then it's like, I had this feeling of like, this doesn't feel right. And, and then I stopped and I reset and I stopped and I reset. And eventually I just thought, man, what you want to talk about is in your body. And like this platform is a platform where I'm just, I'm sharing openly and the whole point of it is, is for it to be authentic. And I'm not saying if you write things down, it's not authentic. I, I've, I've written things down. And I, I, I think about um, episodes in a particular way. And I'm starting to find my own creative process with, with the episodes lately. And that, that's a whole bunch of fun as well. And it's not so regimented and so like structured and so like write this paragraph and then say this paragraph where I thought that's what it that's what it had to be you know and I was there was so much fear around just kind of pressing record and speaking um and just trusting wherever it went it went so yeah they said like do you prepare and and they both said oh we thought you write it down and yeah like initially I was I was like writing you know, the first episode down, but just noticing that it didn't work for me at all. So I had to just keep trusting that it will flow how it flows. And yes, I'm going to muck up. Yes, I'm not like, you know, it's not going to, I'm not going to make sense at times. or I'm going to go on a tangent or whatever it is. Like that's all going to happen. And the beauty of cutting and editing is possible, but it's, it's still really about just showing up and speaking from my heart and speaking from experience and seeing what comes up. Like this is, this is that platform for me. Um, and that's how I want to share myself. Like <laughs> I'm not a specialist, you know, like I, there's, I'm not a doctor talking about sleep or, you know, I'm not a, you know, a nutrition specialist. Like I've got skill sets in many different avenues. Um, but this is not that podcast. This is not like a super data-driven, very concise like podcast. This is just me sharing my life and and my experiences and my learnings and my lessons in it. And that's what Integratus is. It's a space to be whole again, a space to begin again. So yeah, I don't I don't plan these episodes. I think about them and I have themes and the stuff that I'm thinking about all the time that I want to talk about. And yeah, that's, that's how I do it. So I didn't want to press record on today's episode. 
I just didn't, I felt like I didn't really want to record today, but I could feel in my gut that it was, it was necessary. It was like, nah, man, show up, like show up. And I asked myself the question and last night I did some journaling and I said like, what's alive for me right now in my life? Like, what am I noticing in my life right now? And the first thing that came up was I've been quite exhausted lately and particularly the last seven days. And I've, I'm, I'm wondering like why, what's going on. So I sat down and started journaling and I've noticed over the last seven days that I have I've, I've talked to a lot of people, um, particularly actually in the last two weeks since the podcast has launched and like I'm now back on social media and like people are texting me and um, replying and commenting and stuff. And like I, I literally went from like no social media and I, over the last two years, I went through long periods of um, like the app was deleted. And I made a conscious choice to stop all the other voices. Like I've talked about, um, I think on one of my first episodes, you know, I just, I literally, I shut down all the voices. And that was because I was in a, I was in a place where I needed to heal. And I was down and sad and redefining myself. And I had a lot of doubt around what I was doing and my current life situation, all of this stuff. So... I shut things down. And what I've noticed since launching the podcast, it's been great. It's been really great. But I'm noticing how important it is to, um, how important it is to like take care of my energy. And I forgot, and I forgot that all these little interactions take up energy. And when I'm with someone, I'm with someone. And when I'm replying to someone, I'm replying to someone. And like, I, I really am conscious about the words that I use. And I've been talking to a lot of people over the last two weeks. I've also like reached out to uh, people have been reaching out to me and I've reached out to people and I've had a few different relationships come back into my sphere that have taken energy. And it's not like it's not like the engagements or replying are actually draining me. It's not it's not that. It's more so over time I haven't created my zone, my space, my stillness. And over the last seven days, I've, I've dropped my practice, um, my morning practice, not taking that time at the start of the day and also at the back end of the day, the night, has really affected um, my energy. And I feel like I haven't, like I've just given out a bunch of energy and I haven't claimed my solitude and my space at the moment. 
So my morning practice uh, hasn't been there. And my, what my morning practice is, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I think it's one of the best investments we've made as a family. Um, has been a, a sauna, a, a little two-person infrared sauna that we bought on Black Friday from 5K down to 2.5K. It's just a kind of baseline standard sauna. And that thing has has like paid its weight over and over in gold, right? It's paid its way forward in gold because every single member of my family uses it. And it's it's become this like box of solitude and serenity and peace and reflection. And like it's the space where people go, particularly me, to reset, to breathe, to find stillness, to sweat, like to actually cleanse as well. And I'm lucky enough to have a sauna, an infrared sauna in my garage. And the practice that I've been moving into lately is, you know, waking up at about anywhere from 4.30 to 5.30, turn the, turn the sauna on, make my bed, go into the kitchen, boil some water, get my two liter water bottle container, put a teaspoon of Celtic salt in there, half boiling water, half water. And that is an electrolyte filled drink that replenishes all of my minerals. And I find that to really set myself up during the day and the salt actually helps me drink more water throughout the day and it keeps the water inside of me rather than me like pissing it out. So yeah, I, I get my two liter bottle of water and I walk into the sauna and I'm there in the sauna for 45 to 60 minutes. And for the first like 20 to 30 minutes in the sauna, I'm focusing on my breathing and I'm breathing in and out through the nose and I'm really just calming my system. And like I've just woken up, so I'm also waking up as well, but like starting to feel the heat rise and starting to get more connected with a deeper sense of breath. And then I move into some stretching. The sauna is a two-person sauna. It's not like big. It's really a one-person sauna, like should be called a one-person sauna. Um, and... I start doing some stretching, some neck stretches. I might do a forward fold. Like, you know, I might get my leg up on the seat and do some more like breathing in and out through my mouth. And, you know, the sweat is starting to build. The heat is starting to build. I might play some music and start to flow a little bit with my body and start to bring like the energy and the spirit up inside of me. Uh, and then after 45, mostly 45 minutes, I shut off the sauna, I get out onto the grass and I do some more, some breath work that is, is very stimulating. It's called Kalatabhati breath, um, which is also known as the breath of fire. And it's a strong breath in and out through the nose. And it's designed to literally create fire in the belly and awaken the system. I pair it with a particular type of like arm movement where my hands 
shoot up above my head and I am seated, my hands shoot up above my head and I bring my hands down and my elbows towards my rib cage in, in a forceful manner. And I, as I bring my arms down, you know, I'm, I'm exhaling out through my nose. And I might do, you know, 30 breaths in and out, 30 arm pulses in up and down. And then I'll, I'll pause, I'll do a couple of retention holds where I hold that breath and then exhale. And then I start again, right? And then I'll do that two to three times. And then after that, I might sit for about three minutes just in a long retention hold. And I like to open my eyes at this point where I take in the natural light and there's some sunlight and I can see the grass and like everything just looks a little bit clearer and more crystal. And then from there, I, I, I jump into the pool. Again, very fortunate to have a pool in my family home. And this pool is like super, super cold at the moment. I'm currently winter in Australia and the pool's sitting anywhere from like six to 10 degrees. So after that, I get in the pool and I spend three minutes in the pool. Uh, and no matter how much breathing I do, the pool is freaking cold. And it is one of those, one of those modalities one of the things that we can do as humans where it will bring you right into the present moment and you're not thinking about anything else but your breath. And to me, that creating that sort of environment where the one thing that you have to do is focus on your breath because if you think about something else or if you feel fear that it's too cold the system will literally freak out and the mind will play up and you'll want to get out and you you'll be cold right you actually feel the cold whereas if you can slow down the breathing be patient believe in yourself that you can stay there for longer than you think, then, you know, once you reach that time, three minutes, one minute, two minutes, five minutes, eight minutes, it doesn't matter. But once you reach that time and you get out, there's an extraordinary feeling after that. The endorphins are alive. The skin is like red and pungent and lit. Like you're bright and you're fully awake. And um, yeah, then I go have a warm shower and I get dressed and typically my, my, my work at the moment is serving clients at the gym. So I go to the gym, but I haven't been doing that practice over the last seven days. And it's made a big difference. It's made a very big difference. And I felt like I've needed the rest, right? So I've actually been sleeping instead. And that's, that's cool. Like, I'm, I am all for really tuning in to the body and, and actually asking the body what it needs. For example, I don't do cold therapy all the time. Like, I, I will not do cold therapy seven days of the week because, man, it's really intense, and like, it's super, super cold. And if I'm a little bit tired or 
not so much tired, but like if I'm sick or if I feel like I'm run down or I've given too much of myself, I know that that cold is probably going to take more energy out of me rather than restore it and, and give it back. Whereas if I'm feeling more vibrant and if I'm actually feeling um, like, like I've got good energy coursing through, I've got the capacity to get into this freezing cold water, then that yeah, it actually, it elevates me and it really sets me up. So it's a fine line. We must always be looking at our system and asking ourselves the question, like what do I really need in this moment? So I've needed more sleep. And um, because I've needed more sleep, I, I've, I've taken that sleep, but I've had clients at 7 or 8 a.m. So it's still like, it's not me kind of just waking up with no alarm and really restoring and, and getting all my sleep back or feeling refreshed in that way. It's, it's yes, yeah, still setting alarm and getting an extra half an hour or 40 minutes or, you know, 15 minutes here and there. But I wake up, I have a shower, you know, I still do my salt water. I always do my salt water. I just, if you're not drinking salt water in the morning, I just highly recommend that. Play with it for seven days. If you don't have Celtic salt or an unfiltered salt, um, Himalayan salts is great. Like just get some sort of good quality salt in your water and, you know, put it in a glass if you don't drink a lot of water or, or like get it in your two liter water bottle and, and take it down because, uh, it's it's been amazing for hydration for me. It's also been amazing to replenish the electrolytes. There's a bunch of like other points on why putting good quality salt in your water is important. But the thing that I would say is that it works. Try it. Um, I love salty water now. It's just become part of my routine. And I really feel like I'm hydrating adequately. I don't take any supplements, um, like like I don't take any fish oils or multivitamins or anything like that. I just eat good quality food and take in salt for my water. So yeah, I, I do my salt water, I have a shower, and then I get changed and then I head to the gym. The difference between that routine and the one that I just talked about is huge because... I haven't actually landed. Like I haven't, I feel like I haven't had enough time to really create and set up my day. So, because when I go to the gym, I'm on. Like I'm I'm on and it's bright white lights. It's artificial lighting. I'm literally in front of a person that needs me to show up now. They've paid for my services, right? Um, and, I, and I want to deliver and I want to do a great job and I'm there to serve that client. Like I'm not there to serve myself. I'm there to serve that client. And that, like going into that space within 45 minutes of me waking up or even half an hour of me waking up, or not half an hour, it's probably about 45 to an hour of me waking up is, is not enough time. It's not enough time for me. And this is how I burnt myself out massively as a PT over the last 10 years. I really hit PT hard for like seven years. And I honestly think for about three years, three to four years of me being a PT, I was probably burnt out. 
And that's because what I have just described to you, I was doing like six days a week. And over time, I was getting anywhere from four to six hours sleep. And that was just not enough, not even close to being enough. And on top of that, it was like the pressure to actually perform and be there because, you know, when you walk into the gym at 5.15 and you set up and I set up, right, ready for three to four people to come in for like a small group training session, I have to be on, like everything has to be accounted for. And over time, that really wore me down. And since coming back to PT, I've made commitments to like not start anywhere before um, 7 a.m. And that's difficult because, you know, my mind is like, dude, like, you know, people need to train at 5.30. It's the prime time to train. Like you're going to lose out in mon- with money and like blah, blah, blah. And this is literally like what I was associated to four years ago when I was running that paradigm, when I was in fear. And I, every part of my movements came from fear because of the fear of like, I won't be successful. The fear that I'm not enough. Like the fear that I won't make enough money. Like whatever it was, the fear that I'll lose a client if I take a day off. Like there was a lot of stuff, a lot of competing fears inside of my body that I found very difficult to, uh, very difficult to be with and break away from. Like I couldn't make that change. And, you know, I've gone through a huge amount of darkness and I've had to redefine myself in many, many, many ways. Um, And I've been burnt out so much of my life that I'm committed to not going back there again. And I have to prioritize myself. Like I have to take care of myself. So... I haven't been doing my my normal routine. And I've really noticed that that's um that's drained me and it hasn't set me up for the day. And because, you know, I launched the podcast a couple of weeks ago, um I've had so many people reach out to me and like if you are one of those people, I really say thank you and like keep going, you know, keep listening and, and and keep doing your thing. And I just want to say a big thank you for, for saying that you liked an episode or you got something out of it or the emails that I've received and just like all of the beautiful comments um, and the encouragement. Some people that don't even listen, they're just like, Hey man, fucking good on you. Like keep going. And that's, that's how I show up for people too. Like that's who I am for people. And it's just so nice to have that reflected back. And uh, what I've noticed is that I haven't created those solid boundaries and I've just gone, yay, like let's, you know, let's reply to everyone in, in every moment and like, let's catch up with that person that wants me to hang out here or like whatever it is. And um, that, has, that has drained me. So my nervous system feels not settled. It feels quite jacked up at the moment. And I've been drinking, I've been drinking more coffee lately. Coffee is something that I know, I just know in my gut that I don't need it. And there are points in time where I do like to have 
coffee and use caffeine. I like it before training, um, but not super early in the morning. And, and that's about it, actually. And all the other times, I find that it's, it takes me out of my center, um, caffeine, and I'm very sensitive to it. And I get like, you know, not so much jitters. It's like the internal jitters. I get internal jitters where um, I become quite erratic and I move faster. And I'm trying to move slower in my life. Um, and I'm really trying to create more stillness in my life. And um, caffeine affects that. Caffeine also affects my sleep massively. And I notice that when I don't have caffeine, I sleep better. So I've been drinking a bit more caffeine lately and, and I can feel how that's uh, how that's just taken a toll. And it's like part of me not doing my practice and you know, part of me needing more energy. So I go to external sources like caffeine and sugar. Sugar's another one. I've been eating a, like not a lot, but I've been eating a, like a, more than I'm used to with sugar. And that's one of those things. So there's been some vices that have reared their heads in my life. And I know that I can either deal with the vices at the surface level or I can slow down enough to really feel through what actually is going on at the core. Because if... I just know from previous experience that it's not, yes, I can slow down on the caffeine and that will help. Like, yes, I can do my morning practice again. Like, yes, I can stop eating the excess sugar. But it's it's why. Like, why have I gone to this? And so one of those factors where I was defining that, one of those factors that I was defining was, yeah, I've been giving my energy out a lot lately. And I haven't set those clear boundaries. And I think I've said yes more than I've said no. And I'm a big proponent of saying no. Um, and I'm also a big, big proponent of saying yes. But again, tuning back into the system. So new yeses and new no's. And understanding when you want to say yes and when you want to say no. So for me, I've been saying yes a lot and it's, and it's like depleted me and I know it's now it's time to slow down. So energy is a big one, like giving my energy out and not building it for myself first. Another one is I, I'm feeling quite a, like anxious and uh, maybe anxious is the, word, is the wrong word. I've got like a low residue frustration at the moment. I feel like I'm easily irritable at the moment and I'm frustrated. Like if I'm cooking, I'm cooking in a manner that's like I'm cutting hard. I want to get it done. I don't want anyone to talk to me. Like I'm hoping no one comes into the kitchen. Like it's like there's no space inside of me. It's not like this soft and joyful and easeful process. Um, there's like low level frustration. And I'm also noticing, like, again, this is one of the superficial, one of the surface level symptoms of the core. Uh, I'm eating a lot faster. I'm driving a lot faster. I could potentially be talking a lot faster. Uh, you know, sometimes I am talking a lot faster. So I actually slow down. <sighs> 
and I've been eating a lot faster. And I believe that it's important to create more, um, hmm, what am I saying here? It's, I believe what success truly means is how present one can be in every moment. How present can I be in this moment? How present can I be in this moment? How present can I be in this moment? How present can I be when I'm with this person? How present can I be when I'm eating this meal? To me, that's what true success is. Success to me is defined by how present I can be in every single moment. And I'm committed to that. Um, and I'm definitely like, there's a bunch of work to do, but I'm committed to it. So I've noticed when I've been eating my meals, I'm eating faster. I'm still like eating in this like frustration, sort of irritable feeling that's there. And I know that like if I'm not in a loving state, if I'm not in an easeful, relaxed state, the digestion process is not going to be the same. I know there's a bunch of science behind that, but I can feel it. I can actually feel it. It's like when you're talking, you know, like you're writing an Instagram post, you're talking to someone on the phone, you're eating a meal, you're chewing with your mouth. Like it's all the things. I'm like, dude, this food ain't, this food ain't harmonizing. This food ain't actually coming in like really clean. Like the whole, the cells, the cells are freaking off. Like I'm erratic. I'm not here. I'm not enjoying this food. I'm not even thinking about the food. I'm just, it's like I'm a rubbish bin who's like, you know, just topping up, (laughs) topping up the compost, right? Like it's not that. And, and I've really felt in the past when I've rushed meals and I haven't taken the time to like say a little prayer and say a little, um, say a little, a note of thanks. Just like, thank you for the meal. Thank you for the thing that's on my plate. Like I cooked it, I prepared it, it like died for me. You know, it, it was picked for me in some regard. Now it's like in my fridge and now it's on my plate. And there's been an enormous amount of processes and hands and life that has has really been there along the way for me to feel what? To feel nourished, to feel stronger, to feel clear. Like to feel all these, to actually get my vitamins and minerals. So I think it's important to say thanks. And I hadn't been saying thanks. I hadn't been saying like, you know, just fucking I'm in a rush or like, I just want to eat this thing. I'm so hungry. Like I'm so hungry. There's no time to talk, stop and make a prayer. Are you freaking serious? Jay Franz has got to eat. <laughs> You know, and then it just becomes this like animalistic, like rah, and nothing's getting digested. I mean, it is like, it is getting digested, but it's just, it doesn't feel good. 
you know, and I know that that process is off. Like my whole, my, my body's saying, nah, we're kind of stressed. We're anxious. Like we're not present. We're on the phone. We're replying to someone and we're trying to digest a meal and we haven't had, had thanks for it. Like, and we're not fully in this moment. So, you know, eating faster. That was, that was another thing. And I was like, what's going on? Like, what is really going on? And I got down to it. The first one is like really coming back to stillness and coming back to solitude and coming back to my practice. Like coming back to me. That's the first one. And the second one was like, I'm feeling fear and pressure around the podcast. Um, and I know it's normal and I know they're just parts of me, but they're, they're up at the moment. And, and because I'm, I haven't actually noticed, like I, I can feel it, but I haven't stopped. I haven't created the space and the stillness to like really sit with these feelings. They've been, they've been driving me at the moment. And that, well, the way that's looked is, um, I've been looking at a lot of other people's lives, like a lot of un- other content creators and like people that, you know, are doing similar things to me or like, you know, have a million followers on YouTube and like living their best life and like getting paid for it and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm feeling some pressure around the podcast. Like I'm doing an episode every week. Like, is this relatable? Like, have I got a message? Like, do people, like, do people want to listen and trying to think about, oh, what would that person want? And what would that person want? And like, I know that that's not the way, like, that's just, that's just not the way here. So got to come back to me, got to come back to me. And I can feel like quite reactive in the social media space at the moment, like Instagram threads just came out. It's like, oh, hey, like do the thre- do the threads thing. And it's like, do the TikTok thing and do the YouTube thing. And like, yeah, there's so many, there's so many competing, like it's not competing. It's like, there's so many different platforms now that it feels quite overwhelming. And I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't been like in this space in a while. So like, I'm, it's fully, it's, this is all new to me and I'm learning how to traverse this with grace and I'm learning how to come back to myself and like not feel like I need to create because somebody else is like doing certain things or, you know, really looking at that pressure that's inside of me to perform, to feel validated, to like be good enough. And all this stuff. So, yeah. I've been back journaling. Uh, I've been back, like, taking this time. This morning I did my morning practice. I'm not having coffee today. Like, I'm just coming back into myself. And it feels good. I feel clearer for it. (sighs) Just before we wrap up. um, Yeah, I want to say thanks for listening. 
this just feels like a bit of an off the cuff episode and yeah I just thought I'd share like what's really going on like what's present for me right now and I hope you can get something from all this you know I hope there there is a morning practice that you can start to embody in your life and if you are if you are noticing yourself like going more to caffeine and you know sugar and trying to get these sources of energy from outside of yourself and you are like on limited sleep and you know you might be eating meals fast or driving fast or like not taking the time to really slow down and be present like if if this is what's going on in your life like where can you slow down and like where can you pick up your practice again whatever that is like whatever the practice is itself whether it's a meditation or whether it's like journaling or whether it's going for a walk if like it doesn't matter like just finding the practice where you can come back into solitude you can come back into yourself you can restore and create your energy and then from that place give you know give from that place so i hope you got something out of it um i want to read out something that i wrote to myself last night and when i am feeling down or when i am like frazzled and i just want to like bring in more love to myself I, I like to write like something just like a small little note to myself um i don't even know where it comes from like i could be talking about myself it, it could be like you know in the third person it doesn't really matter but it's just like a little love note a love letter to me to just say that i'm doing a really good job and i think this stuff's important and you know if if you are if you are someone out there um, who knows you are a bit frazzled and you are moving fast, like just to slow down, to light a candle, like where can you write your own little love letter and be proud of that in its full vulnerability and its full exposure. And it's like, if you think it's silly or woo woo or like, you know, whatever other like language you want to use if you're a man out there and you're like no it's pretty gay like why would i want to do that and there's judgment around that or whatever it is like yeah when was the last time you wrote yourself a little love letter or just a love note and i've really got this from the feminine to be honest like the feminine have just shown me over and over and over again to like do these beautiful things and as a man as a man like this feels quite feels a little bit different like it feels uh it feels kind of yeah like I'm, I'm treading new territory like i'm like i'm writing a freaking love letter to myself like that i don't know as a man i'm still getting used to that uh and i know that the feminine has really embodied that practice or at least i've learned it from feminine beings so here's my little you know love note uh, and I hope it resonates. Dear Jono, you're doing great. Thanks for stopping. Thanks for writing things down. Thanks for just taking this little moment of stillness and presence in your life. We love you for it. Keep being brave. Keep embracing your fears. In fact, welcome them. 
you do know this is exactly the plan we had for you. Keep your head down, do the work that's necessary for you to flourish, for you to stay committed. We have your back regardless. We just really believe in you. So we are carving out a path for you to shine. Keep walking it, even if you have no idea where it's going. Love you. Bye. And that's my little love note. Like, I just feel like that's me talking to spirit or me connecting with the universe or like the great mother, God, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's real and it helps. So, peace. Uh, that's episode four. Maybe I do a few more of these just open shares. Gone a little bit longer than usual. But who even knows what usual is anymore? <laughs> well, at least I don't. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Integratus. I very much appreciate you being here. If you got some value out of this, um, johnofrans at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to share the episode, share it with someone that you love, someone that you care about or just embody some of these practices and take whatever you desire from this into your own life. And I just hope I've helped one person out there. So respect, lots of love, keep uh, healing, keep emanating joy, and keep smiling. See you on the flip side. Jay Friends, out. Ooh.